Previously heard on Good Hope FM. Now, as we make our way through, I think Sandra said day 20, is day 22 of, of course, um, the level three lockdown. Uh, as the economy tries to recover and everyone tries to find our feet again in this new normal, I think one of the areas that has been hardest hit is our NPOs and our NGOs. Uh, they are the ones that we need the most, um, especially during a time like this. But they are also going through the most because so many of them have lost access to funding and have taken a really huge knock as a result of the lockdown and COVID-19. So I'm really, really excited to be speaking to a campaign that hopefully we can lend a helping hand to. They've been around since 2004 and it was started by five girls between the ages of six and 12. Here to tell us more about the Kaylee campaign is CEO of the Kaylee campaign, Zelda Mycroft. Zelda, welcome to Good Up FM. Thank you so much for this opportunity to tell us a little bit more about the work that we do. Oh, I'm so excited. Please tell us more. The minute I was hooked was I realized that this campaign was started by five young girls. And we know that the youth have the ability to change the future. It literally is in their hands. But tell us how these five young girls started the Kaylee campaign. Sure. Um, look, Kaylee's my, my younger daughter. and. Okay. Um, my daughters Erin and Kaylee were nine and eleven, and their lifelong best friends, the Terry sisters, Karen, Justine, and Chelsea. We thought they were playing, but um, they were very serious about um, organising the Kaylee campaign and, and conceptualising a campaign to raise twenty thousand rand for Kaylee's first motorised wheelchair. Oh wow! And they took artwork off the walls, put them onto cards, sold the cards for three rand each. And in seven weeks, they raised 20,000 rand. So um, at that point, uh, money was still coming in. And that's when we got the girls together and said, do you want to continue doing this work? Um, we will support you as parents um, on the proviso that you continue to be involved in growing what you do. Absolutely. So from that day, um, 16 years ago, the five girls who were still very little at that time, um, they've come to every management committee meeting. As each one of them turned 18, they now sit as fully-fledged board members. Oh, wow. Yeah, still driving the work that they started 16 years ago. Yeah, and what was the reason for Kaylee needing a motorized wheelchair? Uh, Kaylee was born um, with cerebral palsy, mm-hmm. and she also has a degenerative neuropathy. So having this uh, first-hand experience of raising a child with um, an impairment, a mobility impairment, has very much spoken to um, the work that we do. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of got the inside lane of what a child needs. And, you know, it's it's kind of fed into our realization and our absolute passion that our children with disabilities have the right to absolutely everything that every other child has. So sometimes we need to fight for that because um, they are not naturally given um, the, the same right to ed- education, mm-hmm. the same right to practice sport or arts, um, the same right to... To, um, to mobility, just to move around. Oh, exactly, just yeah. to move. 
So the one thing that we always speak about, particularly around wheelchairs, is that, um, you know, people often, the go-to phrase is, they are wheelchair-bound. Mm. And we never say that. We always say they are wheelchair-empowered. Oh, wow. Because I if they don't that. have a wheelchair, then they are home-bound yes. or room-bound. Yes. But um, and it's, it's perceptions like that. So a lot of the work that we do um, is focused on children with disabilities being catalysts of change within their families and in their communities, because the larger part of work that we do has to be with non-disabled people, because that's where the shift has to happen. So we can provide services for children with disabilities and adults with disabilities, but um, disability is created by the way in which larger society um, responds to impairment. So, so the, the um, perception is that disability is not the impairment itself, but it's actually an attitude and a behavior yes. of the people around the person yes. who has an impairment. Yes. So, of course, we were sitting in the middle of COVID-19, the lockdown. I've spoken mm. to so many NPOs and NGOs that have been really hard hit during this time. Yeah. What are some of the struggles that you've experienced and how can we, as the community around you, assist yeah. you to do what you are currently doing? Well, I think the thing that is uh, uppermost on most of our hearts is the fact that there is a lot of hunger happening yeah. out in communities. And um, in our communities where there are people with, uh, and families living with disability who are in lockdown within their own bodies 24-7 anyway, yeah. it's almost like a double isolation because they are also more at risk um, in this time of, of COVID-19. So um, we have um, doubled up our efforts to support um, food parcels and um, meals um, it, with our, our groups in Lavender Hill and in Masipumalele and we're also supporting 22 preschools in Philippi. Mm. So that's the one thing. Um, we have continued, to, we, we run our own inclusive preschool here from our headquarters so a big thing that we've done is continue virtual lessons for okay. all but five of the children who don't have um, who don't have access to data and so on. So um, we've got a program that we're going to have up and running called, so the first thing is around food. Yeah. The second thing is around providing access to data. And then the third, big, we've started a parent support group that has now become national of a virtual platform. So that, you know, and we, we great believers in seeing the opportunity in a crisis situation. So all of these things that we started doing, we were doing in a minimalistic way, but we also foresee these platforms being parallel platforms for when we once again are able to do proper FaceTime interventions. But because the um, there is not adequate provision made for NPOs to support mm. communities, um, we've also had to take into our own hands the idea of future sustainability. Mm. So if you don't mind, may I may I mention a, a project yeah. that we're busy with? Please mention the project, in yes. Fact, <laughs> it's very fortuitous. The project launches today. Oh, wonderful. So, um, we uh, we need in the region of 300, 350,000 rand every okay. month in okay. order to impact the 9,000 lives that yes. we impact each year wow. across five different programs. Yeah, yeah. 
And many of our um, long-term funders have said that they are diverting the funds that they usually give us mm-hmm. to other quarters. Okay. So we, we have started what we call our 3,000 in 30 campaign starting mm-hmm. today, where we invite um, friends, the greater, greater community to um, support us by donating 100 rand a month. Okay. Um, and if we do that, we're actually covering our own costs instead of being independent on other people. That is amazing. Um, like the funders, you can withdraw funding yeah, yeah. Uh, at any given time. Zelda, so, how, how do we jump on that? Because that yeah. sounds easy enough to do. I, I would love that. If you um, if you go and have a look, please go and follow us on our Instagram page that has just opened this morning, mm-hmm. and it's the it's the the the, the numbers yeah. three thousand in thirty. Okay. So the Instagram is three thousand underscore in underscore thirty, and if you go to the Kaylee campaigns give and gain site. Yes. Um, it's a given gain uh, platform. You can you will then see the three thousand in thirty project that is highlighted there. Mm. And uh, please go and make a donation. Please yes. hit the monthly button so that it's. Uh, and you know what? If it's just a one-off donation, what a pleasure! We would love that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'm just on the Instagram page right now. I've just followed you, um, and will be following everything that you're doing at the Kaylee Indeed. campaign. Thank you. Zelda, thank you so much for, 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 for joining us today. I think it's absolutely incredible that something that was started 16 years ago by five young girls between the ages of 6 and 12 continue to help so many people today on a daily basis. So I will continue to drive this message for you today, but I'm very grateful for you joining us. That is wonderful. Thank you so much for Thank the opportunity. Oh, there we go. Zelda Mycroft, who is the CEO of the Kaylee campaign, like she just said, we're all feeling the pressure, but especially our NGOs. If you want to get involved, they're doing a 3,000 in city campaign, meaning that if you donate just 100 rand a month, they will be able to reach the financial targets that keep them afloat and help them continue to help so many thousands of children across the country. So please get involved. Go and check them out on Facebook, 3000 underscore in underscore 30, or even give them a follow on Instagram, The Kaylee Campaign. Hey, yo, check it out. Good Hope FM. Good Hope FM. Co. Now.